Chapter 10, Part 2 of Guide to the Study of the Christian Religion. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Robert Smith. Practical Theology, Part 2 Church Polity. Definition and Scope. Ecclesiology is the historic name for the science which treats of the organization of the church. It was concerned with the problems of the origin of church government and its historical development, and with all that pertained to the institutional administration of the church. Among more elaborately organized bodies, the subject of church law was of great importance. In the modern church, with its greatly enlarged interests and functions, and its numerous more or less extra-ecclesiastical societies, two distinct lines of administrative interest emerge. 1. The ecclesiastical interest. This has to do with the question of the orders of the clergy, the permanent constitution of the church, the various courts and assemblies in which authority is vested, and the legislation which these courts and assemblies impose. Here also is included the consideration of the conditions necessary to church membership and the rules governing the administration of the sacraments. 2. The practical interest. The important administrative problems of the modern church as they arise practically in church work are, for the most part, non-ecclesiastical and are concerned with economic efficiency, adaption to changing conditions, and the training and employment of many types of expert leaders. These two interests are so manifestly different that there is a convenience in treating them as separate subjects in practical theology. The term ecclesiology may well be dropped and the traditional term church polity or church polity and law employed for the first of these and the more practical term church administration for the second. The historic place of church polity. The church, almost from the beginning, has been dominated by the idea that its form of government is of divine origin and of the very essence of revealed religion. It has been commonly supposed that the New Testament presents a consistent scheme of ecclesiastical organization intended to be the standard for all time. This has been variously interpreted as autocratic, aristocratic, representative, democratic, as consisting of three orders, bishops, presbyters, and deacons, or of only two orders, the two terms bishop and presbyter pertaining to the same office. Similar differences have obtained regarding the theory of the sacraments. The problems here involved are evidently exegetical and historical, according as the questions of New Testament language and ecclesiastical procedure are concerned. The treatment of the subject has been essentially apologetic, for the organization of the given church was to be proved historically correct. Inasmuch as these questions have been very prominent in church consciousness, the subject of church polity has been of great importance. This importance is still retained in those sections of the church which regard themselves as alone following the form of divinely ordained organization. The Modern View of Church Polity in the light of modern New Testament research, church polity undergoes a transformation such as does systematic theology. As we no longer form a system of Christian thinking from New Testament proof texts, 
so neither can we form a system of church government in that way. As the question whether our theological thinking is efficient cannot wait for the last word of textual, historical, and literary criticism, so neither can the question of the definite constitution of the church. If we cannot draw up an authoritative New Testament creed as a basis for church membership, so neither can we designate authoritative forms. But, on the other hand, as our modern theology is inspired by the great Christian experiences of the creative personalities of its early days, the New Testament thus being of highest value for our Christian thinking, so is our church organization given historical dignity and high religious value from the New Testament examples. And the historic forms of church initiation and sacramental observances have a like significance. That is to say, the same shifts from external authority to approved religious value have occurred here as everywhere else. Antiquity and tradition become not regulative but meaningful. The Economic Value of Church Polity The Significance of Various Church Polities Church polity to the modern man becomes a study in efficiency, due regard being given to the value for efficiency of emotional attitudes toward time-honored and religiously significant procedure. Christendom is composed of great historic churches, each of them with an organized life whose forms are dear to its members and of definite religious worth to them. On the other hand, the churches are cumbered with constitutional conditions and requirements that are irksome to large numbers of religiously-minded people. The modern study of church polity, therefore, is concerned with estimating the economic values of systems which the historic process has bequeathed to us. Denominational Organization The minister of each denomination will need to understand in detail the specific organization of his body and the more highly organized bodies that are under Episcopal and Presbyterial control, this involves a knowledge of the organic law of the Church, its officers, courts, modes of procedure, and of the constitution of the various boards by which the denominational interests are carried on. In the less highly organized bodies, the subject for study would be the city, district, state, and national organizations whose constitutions and interrelations are being constantly more clearly defined, and in connection with these, the boards and societies to which is committed the larger denominational work. Each body has its problems of denominational policy, which are under discussion in the denominational press and at the various conventions and assemblies, and which may well constitute subjects for a scholarly investigation in practical theology. The Trend Toward democratization. Rigid as church polities are supposed to be, they are all yielding to the modern spirit. There is an unmistakable trend in the more highly organized churches toward the determining of policy and procedure by the membership. The democratic churches, which have developed extra-ecclesiastical societies, whose government has been more virtually oligarchical, are taking possession of those societies and bringing them under popular control. Laymen are becoming more and more significant in the government of all churches. Positions which until recently could have been held only by ministers are now held by men who regard ordination for themselves as undesirable. With the expanding influence of the church into society, ordination itself is becoming to some degree a question of ecclesiastical convenience. 
the basis of church membership is being made more and more a question of personal conscience and less of ecclesiastical conformity. The trend toward organized efficiency. The commercial word efficiency is coming into larger ecclesiastical use. On any theory of the New Testament, only a small part of modern church life can there find its regulative constitution. The ever-widening work of the church is constantly being carried on under the influence of economic considerations. Those churches that regard themselves as pure democracies are developing a denominational officialism for the conduct of missionary endeavors which has the efficiency value of episcopacy, and within the local church work is so organized under committees and boards that the ruling eldership largely obtains. The study of these tendencies and of their meaning for social progress constitutes the new and important task of church polity. End of chapter 10, part 2